we thank you for your word. We pray that Holy Spirit, God would speak to us, speak to each one of us, speak to me. Lord, we pray that, that your word may apply in our lives and it will be useful for us, Lord, we pray. We ask the mighty Holy Spirit, God, would speak to us, remove our hindrance, our, the precious blood, and be thou glorified. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, <clears throat> the passage we heard read to us by Krishna, um, the verse 21, but Moses said, he told to God, here I am among six hundred thousand men on foot. And you are saying, he is telling to God, I will give them meat, give the people meat to eat for a whole month. Um, so Moses couldn't believe how God would give meat to all the people in the wilderness. There were six lakhs men alone, plus women, children. So how is God going to give? He was thinking in his own ways, like as Moses was thinking. Um, is there, are, there, are there enough flocks in, the, in our midst, herds to be slaughtered, or even all the fish in the sea are caught? Will it be enough? He couldn't believe. Just like us, many times we think, how can God do this thing? Is it possible? How will it happen? Same as same like us, Moses also told to God, how will it, it will happen? How will you provide? He couldn't think of a way. And then the Lord answered to Moses, is the Lord's, verse 23, is the Lord's arm too short? Now you will see whether or not what I say will come to come true for you. So God is telling Moses, is the God's hand is too short? He cannot do what he has promised. And he is able to do. That's what he is saying. He is able to do what he has promised. Only you have to believe. You have to trust him. And he is able to do. And then Moses started to believe. Moses started to act. Moses, we see, following, he brought together 70 people and so on and so forth. We see all those things, what happened. And when come down to verse 31... Now a wind went out from the Lord and drove quail in from the sea. A wind went out from the Lord. It's a supernatural way. It's not a just like, you know, um, normally happening. But it's a supernatural way. But God used the wind, but it went from the Lord. You know, God does wonders and God does miracles beyond our imagination or understanding. Because he is God, he is almighty God. That's what we are going to look today, the attribute of God. He is almighty God. So the wind went out from the Lord and drove quail in from the sea. You know, you might have seen quail. Have you seen? Have you eaten? It's very tasty. Remember, we were in, South, in Cyprus we had a training program and there was one of graduation and we were invited to an Armenian family and they had this quail, the small bird, the full, full and all fried, nice, very tasty. Till I remember that. So God gave them tasty food. How much did they give? He gave three feet, which is 
um, two cubits deep, three feet, all around the camp, as far as a day's walk in any direction. So that day, night, all the next day the people went and gathered. And they gathered, each family or each person gathered less than, didn't gather less than 10 homers, which is 220 kilos meat. We go to the market, we buy one kilo, chicken or two kilos, maximum maybe some, very rare we may buy five kilos. But here, they got 220 kilos. That's why they had to dry them up, dry them up so that they can eat not just one day, as God said, one day, not one week, not, but whole month. And God did beyond the imagination of Moses, God did great and mighty things. And the same God is our God. He's not the God of Old Testament. He's not the God of past, but he is the present God, the same God. So today's topic is God is omnipotent. God is omnipotent, which means all-powerful. He has the ability to do everything. He has the ability to do everything. How does this omnipotent God help us or his power helps us in our lives? In our lives. What areas does he help? Maybe many, many, many areas. And we would be looking into three areas. How does God's omnipotent power in a practical way, how does it help us? How does it help us? You can see the outline in the notice sheet at the back. The first way we will be looking into it, God gives us victory or power to overcome the power of sin and temptation. We all know sin has power. Temptation has power, and many times or sometimes we face that we are not able to overcome. The sin or the temptation overcomes us. There may be a small sin, maybe a sin of like pride. Repeatedly we are getting fall into that, we are not able to overcome, or maybe lust, or maybe a sinful habit, whatever it may be. Different people may have different temptations, and we are able to overcome, we think, Oh, I don't have power to overcome this sin. The sin is bigger than me. And I fail. I wish I don't want to fall. But I still give in to that. I'm discouraged. Sometimes I give up. I cannot get victory. But God gives us victory over the power of sin and temptation. In Romans 7, chapter 7, if you could turn, we'll be looking into a few verses. Romans chapter 7, verse 15 onwards. Verse 15 onwards. Now, Paul is talking the same thing about his life. He's talking about his life. Paul says, I do not, and verse 15, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. What I wanted to do, I can't do it. I don't have the ability to do, but I, what I do not want to do, or what I hate to do, but I am doing it. Verse 17. Then he says, as it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. He recognizes sin lives in me. So I am not able to overcome the sin or the temptation. Sin lives in me. 19, verse 19. I do not do the good I want to do, but the the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. He says, I keep on doing the evil I do not want to do. 
but i keep on doing because the sin lives in me sin lives in me i'm not able to overcome i'm not able to overcome that verse 21 he says in the end evil is right there within me evil is right there within me you know we all are born with a sinful nature carnal nature every one of us this carnal nature causes us to commit sin yield to temptation and now this carnal nature reminds you with us even after we accept jesus but we have to overcome we have to overcome just like paul uh, said i am crucified with christ so this carnal nature should be crucified yielded to the lord so paul says evil is right there with me living there with me verse 22 i delight in god's law i delight i love god i want to please him i want to walk in his way just like us many of us but still i am not able to do still i am given to temptation whatever may be the temptation small or big so after that we feel sad we feel sad verse 23 paul says i feel another law at work in me waging war against against me and making me a prisoner of the law of sin i become a prisoner of sin sin overcomes i am become a prisoner for the sin in my life have you faced in your life like this situation which paul is describing that he was going through not able to overcome sin and temptation even though he had the desire to overcome desire to please god but not able to maybe in the in different things maybe money matters maybe opposite sex maybe different others maybe a small thing of jealousy or maybe selfishness whatever it can be you know where in which sin you are struggling is there victory can god give us victory can the almighty god give us victory and verse 24 paul says what a wretched man i am who will rescue me and he says the from this body that is subject to death the sin causes death the wages of sin is death so he says this body that is subject to death death caused by sin paul talks about the struggle he was going through because of sin paul says he is in a hopeless condition he says he calls himself wretched man what a wretched man i am who will rescue me is there hope for me can i get victory over sin can i overcome sin can i live a joyful happy life can i live a victorious life is it possible or should i live like this always desiring to live a victorious life overcome sin temptation and again and again falling and i'm sad is there victory that's what paul is saying there is hope if we go through like paul if we are going through this situation there is hope for us we there is hope for us and the story ends here paul's story ends here in verse 25 paul says thanks be to god who delivers me through jesus christ our lord thanks be to god who delivers me through jesus christ our lord thanks be to god there is hope 
Jesus can give us victory. Jesus can help us to overcome sin, temptation, Satan in our lives. We need not to live a defeated life. We can live a victorious life because of the Lord Jesus. Not because of us. Not our strength, but Jesus' strength. God wants us to live a victorious life. If we live a defeated life, we cannot be useful for the Lord. If we live a victorious life over sin and temptation, our life can be useful for the Lord. There is hope. Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. Whatever struggle you may be going through, you may be given up, I cannot get victory. There is hope for you. There is hope for me. Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus Christ can give you victory because he overcomes sin. He overcomes Satan. And he can help us. He can help us. We can live a victorious life. We can overcome because we have an omnipotent God who has power to give us victory. This omnipotent God gives us victory over sin and temptations. And not only that, he also gives, when you look into the second point, he makes us to be conquerors when we go through trials and suffering. When we go through trials and suffering. He makes us to be conquerors. We all go through trials and sufferings. Sometimes it happens unexpected time. We never expected something happen in our lives. But suddenly it happens. We may not be able to avoid that. But we go through that. Can we... Be conquerors over the trials and sufferings we go through. Or should we be discouraged, defeated, depressed, and sad? Can we have victory over trials, over uh, trials and suffering? Here we are not talking about sin and temptation. There are trials and suffering. And again we will look into the life of Paul in Romans chapter 8. If you turn to Romans chapter 8, 35 onwards, Paul says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble? Trouble will come in our lives. Paul faced many troubles. Hardship? We may also face different hardships in our lives. Persecution? We don't face much. Maybe one day we may face famine, lack of food, lack of resources, lack of finance. And he goes on, nakedness, danger, or sword. Paul faced all these things. Some of the things we may face, some of the things which are not mentioned we may be facing. We may be facing, which Paul may be hidden face, but we are facing. Some of the things we are right now facing. Some of us, or many of us, we are facing. Paul says, in verse 37, In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. He doesn't say, I can get victory, I can conquer everything, I am so strong. But he says, through him who loved us, the Lord Jesus Christ, through him, through his power, Almighty God, I can overcome trials and sufferings in my life. Even if the trials and sufferings prolong, 
even if the trials and suffering didn't go away still we, we can overcome we need not to go under the trials and suffering and be sad and give up live a fruitless life but still we can overcome even if trials and sufferings remain we can be conquerors we can be conquerors there are many many people many many stories people who are put into jail the believers god's servants and they went through a lot of suffering trials but they didn't give up they were not depressed discouraged they overcame that situation they were victorious over trials and sufferings so you may be going different types of trials and sufferings god can help you and me to be conquerors through the lord jesus who loved us and that we can overcome the discouragement disappointment unbelief and all these things we go through satan attacks us satan wants to attack us he doesn't want us to be happy to live for the lord happily he tries to attack us is very true when you um look into the life of job we see satan got permission from god and attacked job all in a sudden it happened job didn't know what was happening he didn't know anything about the conversation between god and uh, satan all in a sudden the attack came attack of of the satan in in the life of job and everything he had all gone in one day including all the children everything gone a tragedy struck him different tragedies struck him tragedies suddenly struck us sometimes maybe one tra- strategy but here job faced many many tra- strategies everything is gone all in a sudden in a day struck sometimes when we go face sudden like strategies tragedies like this we can even give up our faith we can even question god god's love even if the existence of god but what did job do in chapter 1 verse 20 in job chapter 1 verse 20 had this job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head then he fell to the ground in worship worship to the lord just like nathaniel started with about worshiping god worshiping god not only in good times everything is going on well bad times also because god has not changed his love never changed he is always good always good so he worshiped the lord verse 21 he said naked i came from my mother's womb and naked i will depart the lord gave the lord has taken away may the name of the lord be praised may the name of the lord be praised he is still lord he is still omnipotent god i i still worship him i don't doubt him in all this was 22 job did not sin by charging god with wrong doing god enabled job to overcome the trials and sufferings he faced he faced when you know the most of us we know this story of job but his wife was not reacting the same way like job she lost the faith she even came to job later in the verse, chapter 2 you curse god and die why you live like this 
Job's own wife who enjoyed all God's blessings, who was with Job together, enjoyed all God's blessings. When the trial struck, the family, the difficulties, the tragedies came, she lost faith. She told Job, give up, give up your faith. Why do you still believe in God? What is the good of believing in God? So much problem has come in our life. What is the use to have faith in God? Just give up and curse God and die. And then, you know, if you read in verse chapter 2, he says, he says, you talk like a foolish woman. Don't talk like that. Job, talk to her, encourage her. You know, we know later what happened in the life of Job. God blessed Job. Not only God blessed Job, and the beautiful thing is Job's wife's faith was restored. Job's wife, because of Job's faith, his wife's faith was also restored. She also came back. Together, they have more children and enjoyed God's blessings in their lives. They overcame. God can give us victory. Whatever may be the problem you and I may be facing, it can be a financial problem, it can be family problem, it can be health problem, it can be problems with the children, maybe problems in the marriage, whatever may be the problems we may face, the omnipotent God can help us, who helped Job, who helped Paul, is able to help us. He can help us. He can help, he can help us. We have a God who is a, who is involved in our lives, giving victory over sin and temptation, helping us to conquer trials and suffering. Sometimes sufferings will go, sometimes may not, but still God gives us victory that to conquer trials and suffering. The third thing is God's power is available for us to serve Him. God's power is available for us to serve him. God gives us power to serve him. Whatever way you may serve him, one-to-one, you may be talking to one person about the Lord, or maybe helping one person to follow the Lord, discipling one person, or maybe you may be speaking in a big pro meeting, or you may be training some people for God's ministry. Whatever ministry you are doing, or we are counseling a one person, Whatever, we need power. We need God's power. Without God's power, our words will not be effective at all. Our words does, uh, do not have the power, but the word, God's power we need. Of course, we, uh, we need our words. We have to use our words. But not just only our words, but with the power of God, with the power of God and God's Holy Spirit. So God's power is available for us. For all of us, we need God's power. Without God's power, we cannot even talk to one person about the Lord. We cannot share the gospel. It's very difficult. It's very difficult for me, for all of us, I'm sure. We may talk so many other things, but when you talk about Jesus, it's difficult. We need power. We need power of the Holy Spirit, God. Without that, we cannot do in our own strength. So if you want to God to use you. You need to pray. Ask him, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Anoint me with your Holy Spirit. I cannot do that without you. You help me. 
and god will give you power god will give you power god's power is available to all of us to all of us to witness for jesus acts chapter 1 verse 8 very familiar verse says you will receive power when the holy spirit comes on you you will receive power god's power god's power and you will be my witnesses in jerusalem judea samaria and to the ends of the earth we need god's power to be witness for jesus how many of us are witnessing for jesus how many of us are sharing the gospel how many of us are making use of the opportunities when god brings on our way many times we feel that we are powerless many a times we try to avoid those opportunities because we need power we need to receive god's power we need god ask god to anoint us with his power his power is available to us because jesus says when the holy spirit when you receive receive you will receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you you will have power to witness for the lord paul said about this in his ministry to thessalonians when he went and preached the gospel to thessalonians he and his co-workers they went there to thessalonica to share the good news the gospel he says in first thessalonians chapter 1 verse 5 paul says our gospel came to you not simply with words of course words are important but not just simply with words but also with power with the holy spirit and deep convi- deep conviction so this power is from the holy spirit is available to for us for you and me so we need to ask god to fill us with the holy spirit so that when we minister to god whether in sunday school whether in among young people whether one to one or counseling whatever may be whether we are teaching preaching training we need the power of the holy spirit we need the power of the holy we cannot do it with our own strength even if we have done it so many years 40 years we cannot do with our own strength we need the power of the holy spirit we need the power of the holy spirit it's available to us to be a witness for jesus to be a witness for jesus and also to disciple people to help people to follow jesus to help new believers or even old believers to follow jesus we need god's power that's why matthew 28 verse 18 jesus said then jesus came to them the disciples he came to the disciples and said all authority all power in heaven and on earth has been given to me given to jesus then he says verse 19 therefore go and make disciples of all nations i am giving you the authority i am giving you the power you cannot do it in your own strength but my power is available to you my authority my power my strength so go into all nations make disciples followers of the lord jesus christ and then he says you know baptize them baptize them uh, in the name of father son and the holy spirit teaching them to obey verse 20 everything i have commanded you and surely i am with you always to the very end of the age so god's power is available to disciple people we don't have power god's power is available to share the gospel to be a witness for jesus for all of us 
if you have not tried to be a witness for Jesus, even though you are a believer, you pray to the Lord. Ask God the Holy Spirit to help you, to fill you. He will help you. You will see that one. You will see the strength God is giving to you. He will give you, he will help you to be a witness for the Lord Jesus and also to disciple the believers. The power of God is available for all of us because our God is an omnipotent God, all-powerful God, all authorities with him. This omnipotent God, all-powerful God, he, even for prayer, we need God's help, God's power to pray. Otherwise, our prayer will become just, you know, powerless. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to pray. And God's power is available for everything. God's, the Holy Spirit's power is available for every believer to serve God. And also God helps us to be conquerors. When we go through trials and suffering, we need not to be discouraged. And we need not to be depressed, we need not to be hopeless, or we need not to give up. And we have God who can help us to be conquerors when we go through trials and suffering. God's power gives us victory over the power of sin and temptation. Let's thank God for the victory over sin, trials, sufferings, temptations. And the power God gives to serve you. Let's thank God. Let's pray. Let's take a minute and one or two minutes. Let's think about this power which is available. The almighty God. The omnipotent God. All powerful God. Is available to us. Are we making use? Are we asking God to give us power? To face trials and sufferings. To overcome temptations, sin. To serve God. Let's ask him to help us, Lord. Even if you are going through trials, sufferings, discouragement, God's power is available. Just like Paul, we can say we are more than conquerors. Through him he loved us. God's power is available for us to overcome sin and temptation. We need not to keep falling into sin and temptation. We, keep, we need not to keep on failing. But we can be victorious through the power of the Holy Spirit, God. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. God gives power to be a witness for him. To serve him. To, to make disciples. This power is available. This power is free. God gives to every believer when we make take this power from God, from the Holy Spirit, God. Father God, we thank you. You are the omnipotent God and all-powerful God. Your power, your power is available. We know that we are weak and feeble, but Lord, we thank you because we have power from you, strength from you to overcome sin, temptation and even when we go through trials, even now when we are going through some of us or many of us trials and suffering, Lord we thank you that we can be more than conquerors and have victory through your strength, through your power over trials and sufferings just like Job. 
Just like Paul, we praise you. Lord, thank you. We praise you and worship you. Thank you, Lord, for your power is available to serve you, Lord. Thank you for that, Lord, that with your strength, power, we can serve you. Thank you so much for hearing our praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.